It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted to turn your spare change into thousands of dollars? Well, that's where Acorns comes in. Acorns is a micro-investing platform that does the saving and investing for you. You simply link a credit or debit card, and after each purchase, Acorns will automatically round up the amount you spent to the nearest dollar. Then, it will take that change, no matter how small the amount, and funnel it into your investment portfolio that's tailor-made for you. There are no deposit or account minimums to maintain, no commission fees, and no penalties when withdrawing funds. Download the Acorns app on your mobile app store to start turning your spare change into generational wealth today. Okay, getting into Rod Wave Soulfly. Now, this is the type of music that I've kind of been waiting for because when artists like Drake say they're going to drop, I don't like bringing Drake into every popular like mainstream release, but whenever a main big artist like Drake says he's going to drop in a month, like usually no other big artist drops because they're scared of getting overshadowed by basically the, the most accolade the most achieving rapper in history like the most achievements ever gained by one rap artist ever it's kind of hard to compete with that so a lot of labels try to discourage the their top producers and, and top money makers monkey uh money makers from from competing with the artists like that even though Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack may end up dropping on the same day as Drake, but they're in two different fear, uh, fields, in my opinion. So this is not about them, though. This is about Rod Wave. And so let's get into one of the best albums of the year, in, in my opinion, right now, as he, he's produced something that no other artist has really produced in, in like that I've seen that that's dropped. And he's dropped something that's very substance heavy throughout the whole album like it is very a lot of talent on this there was a lot of talent on display display throughout this whole album and it, it was really undeniable actually because when i first heard about rod wave i thought he was more of like a rapper i thought he looked like like if you just look at rod wave you you would think that that he would come on a track like biggie and just start rapping like uh <laughs> What 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 Biggie say? He says Sega Genesis. When I was just this young, I never pictured this. Like you would thought Rod Wave would have came on like that. Like he would have made the new version, like PS5 and Xbox Series X. When I, well, I'm not gonna get the little bar, but anyways, you you get the point. <laughs> I thought Rod Wave was gonna come out here rapping like Biggie, and then to my my surprise my pleasant surprise he was on the he was on every track singing like singing singing like you would have thought you, you went into like church uh, service the way he was singing it, it was very it was a very interesting and, and pleasant surprise that i was not expecting at all so rod wave has put put out a new soft well he put out what they're calling a sophomore album even though if you go to uh, spotify and go to his discog there's a lot of albums in there but you know how they are when you sign to a big label they they start to say that this is your freshman and sophomore album even though you've been putting out music since like 
how long has Broadway been putting? Broadway has been putting out music for a little bit. So for this to be a sophomore album, and you know how I feel about those. Like I feel like they just be lying to us for no reason. Like rappers are really professionalized. The Rod Wave has been in the game for since well, he he put out his first album on DSPs in 2018, and it's 2021. So uh, yeah, do of that what you will. He's put out four projects since then: Soulfly, Pray for Love, Ghetto Gospel, PTSD, Hunger Games 3, and Hunger Games 2. So he's put out one, two, three. Four, five. He's put out five albums. And they're saying that this is his sophomore album. So you just know how the industry loves to spin things. So anyways, getting into his actual quality of the album. He came out with his first single called Street Runner, which I thought that was fire. Like when I heard that, I was like, okay, he's coming with he's coming with some heat. Like he's not playing around at all. And the way he was singing, he was back in his bag that not too many people could probably get into. Because the way that he the way that he performs like vocally it actually takes some effort and, and quality and, and some time to perfect like it, you can't just go in the booth and be like okay i want a rod wave type beat and then the producer's gonna be like well you're gonna sing like rod wave and the answer eight times out of ten will be no <laughs> so rod wave actually has undeniable talent which i think shines th throughout this whole album um the only thing i didn't like about street runner was the 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 phone call at the end i thought that was completely like i thought that was so unrealistic like you ever had a girl like call you and say that you don't have to answer because your voice on the voicemail was enough like that is never like that is so unrealistic <laughs> like imagine a girl calling you and then saying and then leaving a voicemail thanking you for your voicemail so she could hear your voice and you don't have to call back like that was the weirdest thing ever but anyways that's a nitpick for me i really like this entire album and I, I have this on my list right now as one of the best albums of 2021. But, and also, Rod Wave does numbers as his last album, Pray for Love. I think that dropped in like April or something, like last April. Um, and it came out with a deluxe, and that had a little baby on it. I think the deluxe had either the deluxe or the actual. I don't know which one. The deluxe. I think the deluxe had a little baby on it because I know he remixed. The Rags for Riches song, which which was amazing in my opinion. Like Lil Baby came with it. But that was a collab that definitely uh what they say fed the streets that the streets needed, the streets were waiting for. Like that was a nice collab. That was one of the best collabs I think of last year. Um, so with the whole album, getting into the actual soul fly that we already talked about his last album, topping, going to number four on Billboard 200. We're gonna get into his actual sales right now as Soulfly is, is not doing too bad itself. With his first week sales being project, projected to move over 150,000 units in the first week, which is insane in the midst of a pandemic. Even though we're on the back end of it, it it's still like weird when you see rappers actually meeting sales projections because for those that don't know rappers are out here flopping like they are like they are out here flopping like there's a reason rappers aren't dropping and i'm not just talking about kendrick's and the drakes i'm talking about the ones that literally need a hit to, to keep the lights on and they're they're out here flopping like just look at little yachty's album when he dropped at the beginning of the pandemic like that album did perform terrible in the worst timing ever because one of the worst pandemics in like the world and well i don't know i don't know i 
think is one of the worst pandemics ever because there's a lot of people who died from it and they, they compare the number to like a war that we had back, back in the day. So I'm pretty sure that the I'm pretty sure the COVID pandemic is up there as one of the top pandemics ever. And Lil Yachty dropped dropped right at the beginning of it and flopped like pretty badly. But it, it with the with the pandemic, it's kind of like people excuse that because it's like okay, well it's a pandemic. Like how much sales can you really do when people are trying to survive? But at the on the other hand, they still like the the label don't care. Like they look at the number, they look at you, and they're like, okay, your budget is going way down. So I I feel sorry for Lil Yachty for that. But getting back into an actual artist who is thriving in this pandemic, which coined the phrase he didn't coin the phrase phrase, but he's definitely carrying it called a pandemic. One of the one of my favorite phrases throughout this pandemic because I can relate to that a little bit. But anyways, <laughs> Rod Wave with um. It's definitely in the pandemic portion of the of this uh, COVID stretch as his sales. He had like four thousand traditional album sales, which is not normal at all. Like he he must have an older, uh, not older fan base, but he must have more older fans than in other rappers because most sales for rappers come from streams, which most of his did but to have four thousand sold copies that people went out and bought physical like copies is just insane so with, with soulfly it spans like 19 tracks with only one feature by a chicago artist called polo g that a lot of people should know but if you don't polo g is pretty solid in my opinion and i think that he's one of those that doesn't really have too many flows but when he does catch a pocket he catches up he 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 really starts going and broadway kind of gave more insight onto this feature because he he really wasn't going to put a feature that he said he said that in the interview he wasn't going to have any features on this album but he bumped into polo g at a jewelry store at all places and then he was like he, he didn't want to be rude and then they was just they just said they both like thought each other was fire and then and that's when the track happened so yeah it was just it was very generic and well not generic it, it was very genuine in, in the way that this came about so broadway wasn't looking for a feature he was looking for another j cole type project where it was just him and no one else but polo g like i guess they caught a vibe that they was just like well we got to make music together now because we actually both listen to each other's music and think it's both fire so it makes sense anyways Getting into my own personal opinion about the album. I think that this album was, I'm going to keep saying it over and over, one of the best albums of this year. As it's one of the top performing albums. But sales don't always mean quality. And you see that with a couple artists in the past. But with Rod Wave having the biggest hip-hop debuting album of 2021. Then I think that it's safe to say that he delivered on the sales aspect and it's is very nice to say that as i feel like the quality was just at, like i feel like the quality was on the same level like it, it wasn't one of those that he was just no substance and like if another if that album that just got through talking about i kind of want to throw it out there but if you listen to the whole podcast you know what i'm talking about if that album sold as much as rod wave did and rod wave sold as much as that album's gonna do i'll be kind of disappointed because it'll be like substance is not winning substance is still not what people are looking for but with rod wave actually selling the, the way that he did I'm, I'm happy for that as 
the the people who are putting out substance are still on top and that's nice to see with the hip-hop genre so yeah track number one getting into soulfly this is the actual title of the album so you know that he was going to come hard with that first track on the album and he definitely did as he caught a pocket he caught his usual pocket that you, he catches when he starts singing and, and going with the bridge into the chorus and he does this thing that juice world did a lot where he could do a chorus and then through the mid the middle of the song he would do something else that you would think is the chorus but it's actually the bridge going into the chorus but it sounds so good that it's like another catchy tune another catchy four bar delivery that could be the actual chorus hopefully that makes sense for people like i don't know sometimes i get like really into how the structure of hit songs are made and then i just start talking about like how i feel like he came about the track but broad wave is one of those that sparks interest in like people like me because i like artists who can create the vibe and I say that all the time and I try to define what I mean by that. A lot of artists go into the studio and need help, writers, vocal art, like vocal like help, like etc. But with Rod Wave, seeing him, um, you know, some artists put out like little videos of them putting this together songs in front of fans, like Tory Lanez did it one time, Juice World did it all the time, like all the time. Rod Wave, I think, did it once, and he thing like he does on the actual track which i put a lot of credence into that i think that's the right word credence i'm, I'm not even gonna look it up y'all just got to tell me <laughs> but uh rod wave put something in, into the basically he was doing the track and then he put a chorus into there and he was like run that back and he did it again and it was a very it was a very um natural flow that he created and it was it was basically just him so i like i like when artists can do that because it, it tells me that they're the talent and they're not having writers behind them telling them what to say like he he knows like how to put together songs and i always like that because whenever you're the artist with the talent then they always have to come back to you like you can go wherever and and do and perform but if they go away from you then it's not the same so that's what i like about broadway Anyways, I think that was a long tangent going on so far. You could probably tell I really enjoyed this album. Um, getting into track number two, Gone Till Gone Till November. That chorus was one of my favorites because it was very heartfelt. And I think Rod Wave is like in a serious like relationship, like committed relationship. And the way he sings on these heart is another like it's another like similarity to to juice world and i don't like keep bringing up juice world but it's like they both sing even though broadway sings way better i'm not saying juice world's on this level i'm just saying they both sing in the choruses and about heartbreak but they were both in serious committed relationships like juice world was in a serious relationship when he made um when he made shadows in my the, the shadows in my room song so it was like how do you make something like that and you're in like a serious relationship like i don't i don't understand like where where is that pain coming from <laughs> this man's a serious relationship talking about he sees shadows in his room but anyways rod wave kind of had that uh gone to november vibe and, and that, that i thought that was pretty nice so track number three blame on you um of course 
it was just infectious the, the way that his chorus like plays out and, and his performance on each one of these tracks is very unique and sometimes you can fall into the oh he's saying the same thing because of the production because it's a, it's a lot of the same producer over this album which i'm not the biggest fan of i like having different producers to give you to take you out of your comfort zone and, and, and make you maybe produce something that you never thought you could but with this i thought it fit him perfectly i, I really like blame on you so and then we get into track number four which is one of my standouts on this album and one of my favorites because i just love the radio i don't know where this sample came from from the radio interview but whoever was talking talking throughout this whole radio interview was speaking nothing but facts like he was just this is how i be feeling when i, I review albums like i just did the other album i kind of don't want to keep i don't want to say the name because like you can either go back to it or if you actually listen to the episode you know what i'm talking about but that album that's what that guy was saying which i'm gonna play the snippet but what he was saying is how i was feeling about that album like some of these you just don't get any substance out of it and then the way that rod wave came on and it was just like it, it was basically like i'm here and i'm the answer and i'm the one i'm the one that y'all been waiting on so it, it, it was very nice to see that somebody with substance was coming through in the clutch but here is uh don't forget by rod by rod wave and you can hear that right now. It just seemed like you real angry. You know why I'm mad? Let me tell you why I'm mad. I'm mad because everybody on these records lying. Everybody lying. Everybody's this big E-boy. Everybody's these hardcore gangsters. Everybody gonna do this to each other when they see each other. And the truth be told, we too blessed and we having too much money in this rap game to be going to war with each other. And don't you ever get it twisted. Young ain't gonna straight from out of You could tell that that man can sing <laughs> like that man can sing <laughs> you ever listen to somebody sing and you're just like oh okay you can oh you can sing sing like you're not just 
you not just got you don't have like one or two notes you can hit like you can sing <laughs> so yeah that's that's what i got of this whole album but don't forget is one of my standouts and i think even rod wave like this track as it was a four minute and nine second song and i don't know if you noticed but i think that's like the, the longest song on this album so he he was feeling the vibe too which to, to be fair the radio sample at the beginning which i love I, I like i usually i don't like long intros but like i feel like that man was preaching but <laughs> anyways um yeah that, that was a that was a long track that he put together and then i enjoyed every second of it so i like tracks like that that could be really long but still you when you listen to it it feels it doesn't feel that long it's kind of like with the movie when the movie is long but it doesn't feel that long like you're enjoying it it's the same like concept as time flies when you're having fun and that's how i felt listening to this album so yeah track number five tombstone now this track was another standout to me but okay not a standout because i don't have a snippet for it so i can't say that but i thought that like this this whole i could really pick any of the three tracks because i only do three just to keep it fair with all the other albums but I really could have picked any of these tracks to, to put a, a snippet for it. And it was hard picking out only three. But, you know, I, I had to as, like, just to keep it fair. But, anyways, Tombstone is, is just an amazing track. Track number six, All I Got. Yeah, he, he really slowed it down on this one. Really getting into his, his vocal performance and, and just he delivered on that one. And then track number seven is the one with the only feature with uh, Polo G called Richard and the my favorite track and my favorite part about this track is when he kept saying what else like i was just <laughs> whenever he was on the chorus and he, and he was singing and then he'd be like what else and then he, he would go again and then he would say what else and then like the whole ad lib with the with the chorus it was just like that that he, he was going crazy like i don't know if he if he sent that over pro tools to polo g or if polo g watched him do it live but Polo G was probably watching like in awe. Like he was like, yeah, I can't do that at all. Like Polo G gave his verse and I, I didn't think it was nothing outstanding. Like I thought it was okay. Definitely not on uh, Broadway's level. Like it, it was the, the, ver the verse that Polo G gave, like I don't want to say mailed in because the way that Broadway said they made this the, the track, it didn't seem like it was put together by labels. But the way that it was genuine and they met at a, at a store, it, it was kind of like, you would thought Polo G would come harder, and that's all I have to say. Like maybe people love Polo G's verse. For me, it didn't, it wasn't too much of a standout, and I really felt like Rod Wave could have had a whole album with just himself, the way that he was singing on this album, and the different topics that he was going into. Like it, that was, yeah, that was like he got into some real things. But I, I'm gonna get into that in a second. Uh, track number eight, Street Runner, which was the single for the album. So of course, that was probably the highest single, like numbers wise that attributed to the, the main sales because you know what a single comes out has more time to build up the sales to, to boost the overall sales with the album so street runner was definitely that track as uh he picked out a single and i really feel like it was easy for him to pick out a single as all of these tracks was amazing track number nine pills and bills that was a, a great chorus and and this the simplicity of it but the message of it which is really real and I just I like that like I actually like when when the substance and, and what I'm getting out of tracks track number 10 how the game go he really got into it with this like this is one of them where 
you have to look at the lyrics breakdown because he he was going into some pretty deep stuff and in the way that he was uh breaking it down it was very uh nice to listen to like it, it, it was nice it was it was a very uh pleasant package that he put some real advice into track number 11 shocked the world that chorus was amazing um his verses his verses are amazing too i don't want to just seem like it's just his court choruses that are, that grabs me like his, his verses he really gets into his rapping bag at times and not really rapping it's, it's more of like the the I keep comparing him to Juice World because they do the same singing, rapping type lane where he's not technically rapping. He's still singing, but he's still giving some some bars at the same time. So, um, track number twelve, "What's Love." I thought that track was pretty great. Not pretty great. I thought that track was great. And then that get and then "What's Love" went into what I think is the best track on the album. Track number thirteen, "OMDB," which means "Over My Dead Body." going off of the classic sample of the over my dead body from i definitely need to know this because this is my favorite sample of all time because i remember when drake did the sample he he did this sample justice too but yeah they both like i'm not going to compare the two with god wave and drake because i would feel like it, it would have to go to drake but um Okay, so over my dead body was made the samples uh, take care of so track by Dre, Canadian singer, songwriter. Okay, Chantel? I can't I can't even pronounce that. What is that? Chantel, Canadian singer, songwriter, Chantel Previous Luke. Yeah, that's a name I cannot pronounce at all. That that's definitely not a U.S. name. <laughs> but anyways, Chantel is the one who who sang over, um, or Drake's the one who who sung over Chantel's original "Over My Dead Body," <clears throat> and that track was amazing. When I I always go back to that one. I was like, wow, like Drake really liked this track so much that he he, he had to like, like he had to sing over it basically because he loves singing over classic samples. It, it's something that Drake notoriously does for for sales so um for rod wave it, it's, it's different because he's singing the the chorus with no sample at all it's just you know it's a sample because if, if you listen to can't tell then you you've heard it before and it's kind of like people who haven't samples is one of the biggest reasons why people do numbers is it's the nostalgia factor it's always undefeated and i think that's why this is my favorite track off of the album because the way that he came on it and just did it justice because you could try to capture a classic sample and, and and try your best to do it justice but not all artists have the capabilities and the vocal range to actually do it and i feel like he pulled off this sample effortlessly and 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 really it, it was just it was great to hear actually because i thought this was just amazing so uh, this is what I think is the, my favorite track on the album, which make, which for people who listen to the whole episode probably heard it at the beginning, and that was the track I was playing. So now we're going to pick up from that and then play his verse, and we're going to go in. I'm going to let it rock for a little bit, but this is Over My Do Dead Body by Rod Wave. Wake up and look inside the mirror and it blows me. I'd all 
Cause out of trenches, God chose me I got a city on my back and the city told me No matter the pressure or the stress won't be for me So much that come with being famous, you could drive you crazy Go check the drugs my brother taking, he's hallucinating How the hell you going till now that I sold my soul to Satan That just how red is for out of my town to make it Somebody grab him and pitch him, please, this ain't a dream I had to pause it there that's what i was talking about what where i was like substance like that's a real that that's something he talked about in the interview like his his cousins and his family troubles that he r ran into when he became famous like they just switched on him and started spreading lies about him basically to his other family members to make him seem like the bad guy because just out of just pure jealousy really and that's the things I like to hear in artists' music. Like, give us a story that's real and something that if you're asked about, it's not just, oh, I just thought about it in the studio. Like, no, this backstory, this is like something I'm really going through and I put it in the track for people to listen to and enjoy. So that's what I talk about when I'm talking about quality music. And I'm, a, I'm just going to play that back so y'all can hear it again. But I, I really like that, how he put that family troubles in the midst of a what I think is going to be a hit song. So... I'm going to run it back so y'all can hear it again. Stay off the How the hell you famous? You could drive. No matter the pressure or the stress, won't be me. So much that come with being famous. You could drive you crazy. Go check the drugs my brother taking. He's a loser. How the hell you going till now that I sold my soul to Satan? That just how red is for that my town to make it. Somebody grab him and picture, please. This ain't a dream. Stay off the internet, king. This life ain't what it seems. Call the blogs and the memes. I done laughing at me. I just woke up six million plus on my way overseas. I remember five dollar shows. I hit the road for these. Now I get a hundred an occasion in a quarantine. We used to be the underdog, but now we standing tall. The stage collapsing the only time you'll see me. Okay, this is the last time I'm gonna pause it. That stage falling thing was the funniest video I've seen in a while. <laughs> I don't know if you could, okay, you could look this up, Rod Wave stage falling, but the jokes were flying. Cause you know, it's no secret that Rod Wave, I mean, it's more on the plus sides on the on the uh, spectrum, on the scale, on, on like normal, skinny, and maybe overweight. <laughs> so he's on that side, the plus side. And the stage falling really wasn't his fault. Like, he was on, like, an old stage. And it was, like, I don't like when rappers do do this. They He brought his whole entourage onto the stage. And they broke the stage. <laughs> so, you know, the jokes were flying. It was like, wow, Rod Wade need to lose some weight. Wow, Rod Wade broke the stage. And, and somebody, somebody said... Instead of, you know how people be like, well, I hope he's okay. Somebody was like, man, I pray that the stage is okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Rod Wade being plus size and breaking the stage is, is probably one of the funniest things I've seen in a while. And him just putting it in this track is just funny. Because it's like the little things like that makes you know that he's actually putting his light into the music. And he's not just making it up. But I thought that was pretty funny. Because if you looked at up, Rod Wade stage falling, like, that's it's just hilarious. And then... The jokes were flying like on Twitter when that happened. Like it was literally trending, so it, it was pretty funny. But anyways, I, that's the last time I'm gonna stop the track. As you know, as you can tell, this is my definitely my favorite track on the album. So yeah, we're gonna play it back. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
stand next to me. You know the dope gon' sell itself. I just serve just circles. Young and turn nothing into something. The life of the turtle. How I'm feeling doesn't boy dreams from the notorious mass effect ever wanted to turn your spare change into thousands of dollars well that's where acorns comes in acorns is a micro investing platform that does the saving and investing for you you simply link a credit or debit card and after each purchase acorns will automatically round up the amount you spent to the nearest dollar then it will take that change no matter how small the amount and funnel it into your investment portfolio that's tailor-made for you. There are no deposit or account minimums to maintain, no commission fees, and no penalties when withdrawing funds. Download the Acorns app on your mobile app store to start turning your spare change into generational wealth today. So yeah, that's my favorite track off the album, if you couldn't tell. But that track was just... Overall, overall, which is amazing to me, like the, the three minutes and five seconds, like I keep saying, he took his time with with each track, and it was kind of like, like it wasn't something that was forced, you know what I mean? Like with with the whole, okay, that was the other track I was gonna play, but with the whole over my dead body, it was it was something that was a lot of his real life into the track, but it wasn't much like some rappers just go too crazy with the life story but the way that he delivered it was definitely enjoyable for for me <laughs> basically so anyways getting into the rest of the track list and bring it up right quick okay track number 14 so see we already into track number 14 and and this album to me is already one of my favorites so invisible scar i thought this track was great and of course he came he, he just delivered it pretty well and just the way that the story went and the invisible like the invisible scar type narrative throughout the whole track was, was kind of uh highlighted by his past experiences track number 15 calling i thought that track was great track number 16 sneaky links i know one of my friends really liked this track i think like he posted like like two or three times on his story but um the sneaky links is definitely something that um a lot of younger people can relate to <laughs> and the track was just fire overall and, and and rod wave definitely know what he's doing by putting that track on there so yeah uh track number 17 believe me i thought that track was great track number 18 moving on i, I thought that was, was a really good track and then finally track number 19 changing that's the last snippet I'm gonna play. Uh, changing, I think, was great because it, it ended with him basically giving his little, um, you know, how rappers do the outro when they're rapping about their life, and then like I'm gonna see you next time I come back with, with some new heat. 
that's basically how I felt he ended his album with and it was just the icing on the cake as he definitely ended it the way he started it which was just fantastic like wordplay and double entendres while also showing that he is actually a vocalist like he, he's more of a singer than I think he is a rapper which is not a bad thing as he can actually sing so I'm gonna get into that right now oh yeah changing by rod wave and here it is right now That's how he finished it. I think that that was, it was just, he goes into the next verse, but I'm not going to play the whole track. Like, it would be here forever. But uh, that track was pretty, a solid send off to an amazing album, which I think is probably a candidate for album of the year, which if the big dogs come, which I'm talking about Drake, J. Cole and Kendrick, it'd be, it'd be hard to put it at number one. But right now, I think it's a strong contender for album of the year. And Rod Wave, from top to bottom, he just came with the delivery, the, the choruses, the verses. It was just a whole package. So, yeah, that's how I felt about the Rod Wave album. Um, click my link tree. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Rod Wave Soulfly? And do you think it's one of the best albums of 2021? So, yeah, now we're going to move on and getting to Microsoft and discord it's your boy dreams from the notorious mass effect ever wanted to turn your spare change into thousands of dollars well that's where acorns comes in acorns is a micro investing platform that does the saving and investing for you you simply link a credit or debit card 
and after each purchase, acorns will automatically round up the amount you spent to the nearest dollar. Then it will take that change, no matter how small the amount, and funnel it into your investment portfolio that's tailor-made for you. There are no deposit or account minimums to maintain, no commission fees, and no penalties when withdrawing funds. Download the Acorns app on your mobile app store to start turning your spare change into generational wealth today.